Welcome back. Today I wanted to talk a little bit about the scale and our mindset around the scale and why it maybe is more of a hang-up than it needs to be. Um, it's, it's tricky because we for so long have always believed that we need to weigh a certain amount. I am guilty of it. We each have kind of a number in our minds that correlates with success, right? This is this is what I should weigh, and when I've hit that number, I'm winning. I'm doing it right. And I just want to ask, before we even start this conversation, who told you that number? Um, where did you get that number? Who gave you that number? Was it a doctor? Was it your mom, your husband, um, a coach somewhere along the way? And then what were they after when they gave you that number? Because honestly, weight is so finicky. And this is something that I need to remind myself of all the time, right? You, especially if you are a part of a program that includes a lot of resistance training, you've heard it said that muscle weighs more than fat. That's actually not quite accurate. Muscle doesn't actually weigh more than fat. It is more dense than fat. So I've seen, if you, if you picture like, five pounds of feathers or five pounds of cotton balls compared to five pounds of sand or rocks, one is going to take up significantly more space. The volume is significantly more. So fat is like feathers or cotton balls. It's big. It's fluffy. It has a lot of volume to it. And so when you put it on your body, it takes up a lot of space. Conversely, muscle is dense, it's compact, it's tight. When you add muscle to your body, it looks tighter and smaller and takes up less space. So those scale numbers can be really misleading. Now, could you, do you have body fat to lose? Probably. Is the scale the best gauge for that process? Probably not. So what I want to remind you in this episode is that when you start to build muscle, when you start resistance training and you are lifting weights and you're breaking down those muscle fibers and they're recovering and rebuilding because you're eating a diet that supports growth, you are going to build lean muscle mass, which is a good thing. That's what we want. However, the scale may not change much, if at all, because as you're losing body fat, you are also building muscle. And so there may not be a significant loss of gravitational pull, right? Weight just pulls, gravity pulls weight. It doesn't care if it's fat or body or muscle. So those numbers can be tricky because if you were someone who was very small, what we call like skinny fat, right? You were very small framed and didn't have a lot of muscle on you, but you also didn't have a lot of body fat, you might have weighed a certain amount. But now that you are fueling your body well, you're lifting weights, you're training appropriately, you may accumulate more muscle mass, which is going to result in the scale going up and that's okay. So a couple different things to think about with what to use to measure progress instead of the scale. Number one is pictures. And I know that this is something that is so hard for so many women. 
but they are so important and so helpful. And so if you are a client of mine and you're listening to this, please listen closely and reconsider taking the frickin' pictures. <laughs> Replicate them as closely as you can month by month. Uh, we don't see change when we look in the mirror every day. I am guilty of it. You're guilty of it. I was even talking with my husband the other day because he, you know, we look in the mirror and we see what we don't like. We see things and we pick ourselves apart. But when you look at yourself side by side from like six months, nine months, a year ago to now, and you've been consistent with your training and your nutrition, there should be significant composition changes, even if the scale doesn't move that much. So take the pictures. Now, when it comes to progress tracking, and especially if you're working with a coach, there needs to be a level of accountability and honesty because sometimes, believe it or not, people like sign up for a program and think that just being a part of the program is going to get them results. I don't have a magic fitness wand that I wave around every time someone sends me their updates and signs up for my program. I will give you tools. I will give you techniques and workouts and nutrition guidelines to stick to. But if you don't do those things, the blame is on you. You are the one who didn't hold up your end of the bargain. Now, am I a person and I mess up and get it wrong? Sure. But if you have honestly done all of the things that you, your program laid out for you to do and you see zero progress, we're at a crossroads because some one of us didn't do their job. And maybe it's me, <laughs> but a lot of times people think that they're doing a really, they're being really consistent when in fact they haven't logged their food for a month, three months, six months. They sometimes do workouts, but they also dabble in some other things. They don't measure their food or track their food at all. They just kind of eyeball everything. Or they use phrases and tell themselves things like, I eat pretty clean, which is the most vague, not helpful thing to say ever because clean is so broad. <laughs> what I think is clean compared to what you think is clean compared to what your body thinks is clean compared to what some influencer on the internet thinks is clean are all extremely different things. So when you are consistent and you take those pictures, you should see change. There should be composition change. And then there also, if there isn't, or you're like, it's not as significant as I thought it would be, do an honest gut check, an honest self-reflection. Did I do what I was supposed to do? How many workouts did I do? How much sleep did I get? How much food did I log? How much food did I not log? What were my meals like honestly? Was I eating mostly protein, high fiber, high water veggies, and a tiny bit of fat? Was my, were my meals mostly whole foods or was I supplementing with bars and shakes and powders and potions and creams and pills and whatever else? If you're cheating, quote unquote cheating, expect to see yourself get cheated out of results. So it's true across the board. I can see it when my clients send in their updates. They, the ones that do the work, see the subtle change month by month. And then they get to this beautiful place called maintenance where you can hang out and live forever. 
you can uh, you can eat pretty much the same kind of meals all the time. You can move pretty much the same way all the time and it's really seamless and fun. And so that's what I really wanna see everyone get to is a place of this is just running in the background. I'm not killing myself for the sake of results. I'm doing the things I need to do. Now to get back to the point of this episode, what about the scale? Again, what I want you to think about, number one, is who gave you that number? What is it about 125 versus 130 that signals worth, value, success to you? Because if there's five extra pounds of muscle on your body and you can lift things up and you are your, your brain fog is lifted and you can think clearly and you have energy throughout the day and you are feeling confident in your clothes fit, who cares? Who cares? If you, if you have a number in your mind but it's holding you back from living your life, that may not be the number that you need to be at. Or if getting to that number requires that you are killing yourself, you are starving and running and burning and and just struggling, suffering for the sake of this number that's elusive and so hard to maintain, it may be time to give that number up. And this is something that I really have to come to grips with because I do have a number in my mind. I do. And I've I've seen it, I've experienced it here and there, but honestly, living and moving and eating and participating in the life that I want to have requires that that number gives it gives three to five pounds and that's okay because I feel good in that three to five pound window so what I just wanted you to take away from this is who gave you that number who gave you that number and why is it that that number matters so much to you and the second thing I want you to take away is take the pictures look at yourself six months ago to today side by side because every single woman is gonna always look in the mirror and see the absolute worst. You're gonna stand there and you're gonna see the muffin top and you're gonna see the loose skin and you're gonna see the the back fat or the arm jiggle or whatever it is, the saddlebags, the cellulite, you're going to look at it and you're gonna look for it and you're gonna hyper-focus on it. But when you can line yourself up side by side with yourself from six months ago to today and you have been doing the things you should see the change. And that's what I want for you because it's so hard to not see. It's it's so hard to see changes when you're just looking at yourself in the mirror every day when you have a negative self-image. Having someone else who can see those side-by-side pictures and tell you, look, look at how much better your posture is. Look at how much different your face is. Look at how much stronger your arms are or smaller your waist is or like more toned your legs are. Look, see, right? It takes someone who isn't caught up in these hyper-focused parts of our body that are so personal to us. So this episode is a little shorter, but I think it's just something that's really refreshing for women to hear. You are not defined by a number on the scale. That number literally measures what gravity, how much gravity is pulling on you. So if you had three glasses of water and you go up three pounds, that doesn't mean that you gained three pounds of fat. It just means you have water in your belly. If you ate a huge steak salad 
and you went up a pound and a half, you didn't gain a pound and a half of fat, you have food in your belly, right? So those numbers are so trivial. And I have to tell myself this all the time, so I'm telling it to you as well. You are not that's defined by the number on that scale and muscle looks different on your body than fat, even if the scale doesn't change. Take the pictures, do the work, be honest with yourself and your coach about how much work you're actually doing, and then fix what needs to be fixed. Pick up the pieces where they need to be picked up. Start doing the work that you know you need to do, especially those of you who have done it in the past and have seen amazing results, and then for some reason you decided you didn't need to keep doing it, start doing it again. You know that it works. I know that it works. You know that it works. We all take those vacations. We all take those mental breaks. We all have those seasons of, uh, this isn't really that important to me. When it starts to bother you, it's important again. Start making it important again because your lack of adherence is crushing your progress. All right, this was me being tough and bossy. Hopefully you can forgive me for that. So have a great rest of your day, night, weekend, week, whatever, whenever you're listening to this. Um, Would you please leave a review um, and a rating? I think you can rate it with stars. It just helps the podcast grow, um, gets a little more visibility. Share it with a friend, share it on your social media if this was something that convicted you. Um, And again, just thank you so much for your support. I'll chat with you next time. Hi, and welcome to the Spell It Out podcast. My name is Jessica Zweep. I'm the owner of Spell Fitness, an online health and fitness coaching program designed to help women who have tried everything and are tired of spinning their wheels and wasting their time find food freedom and navigate this busy, crazy, awesome ride called life. Here we're going to discuss food, fitness, faith, family, and hopefully have a little fun along the way. I'm so glad you're here and I can't wait to get talking with you.